Hey, y'all. We hope you're enjoying today's show. Um, we just wanted to come by and let you know a little bit of the information of where you can find and follow us. Yeah, so if you click on the link in our Instagram bio, which you should be following us on Instagram at Hello Cheesement Podcast, it will take you to all the links to all of our platforms. The first one being uh, Patreon which is the visual content to our episode. And you can subscribe to this for $8 a month and you get to see all the tea and partake in our visual activities. Yes. And so, and just like Stephanie said, you can find everything in the bio on our Instagram page, as well as all of the other um, social media platforms we are on. Um, When you go to the Linktree platform, you can see our new uh, article with SD Voyager, links to Patreon, link to our TikTok, link to our YouTube channel, as well as all the different platforms you can listen to the podcast on. At the bottom of that link tree, you'll also see icons that are also clickable for you to find us on all of the platforms that we've mentioned. Again, Patreon is the only platform that we have a subscription plan to that's only $8 a month. And then everything else we provide for that we give for you all as far as content is free. Yeah, so go ahead and if you want to listen to us for free, it's at your Apple podcast, mm-hmm. Google podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you can watch, the, you can listen to the entire episode on YouTube, but you'll only get a portion of the visual. Like I said, we can uh, subscribe on Patreon. Uh, so utilize all the platforms and keep up with us on Instagram. Yep. And let's get back to the show. Bye, familia. What's my favorite word? Why they gotta say it like short? You know they can't play on my court. Can't hang with the big dog, stay on the porch. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Hey, pero no hay boda. Titi me preguntó si tengo muchas novias. Muchas novias. Hoy tengo a una, mañana a otra. Me la voy a llevar la toa pa' un VIP, un VIP, ey. Saluden a ti, We are back, we are back. It's, um, it's the, it's the, actually the, the, the song from Beauty and the Beast that Excuse I'm me. thinking of. It's, no, be our guest, be our guest. Yeah, all of that. <laughs> And then some. And then some. I don't really know how I'm looking, so I'm going to do a little camera check to make sure I'm giving what I want to give, which is tits out. It's giving rich bitch. Is it? Ooh, it's giving taco meat at the top, honey. Not taco meat. You can see the hair. What does that mean? Girl, when a it's guy the has hair. Yeah, well, it's like, if it's like a little, you know, curly, uh-huh. then it's... Is, call it taco meat. Is it good? Is that good? I mean, I I, I like it. <laughs> 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 <coughs> Excuse me. We love Ooh, some good taco meat. We like some taco meat around here. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of the Hella Cheese Made Podcast. My name is Dana. And I'm Stephanie. And we is y'all host. I don't know. I mean, you guys can tell me some up there. I don't really care, but it's giving. (laughs) Yeah, you look good. Great. What's up, familia? Thank you for joining us. We're episode 12. Yes, episode 12. 
another episode. I mean, at some point, we're not going to continue to remind you what episode number we're on. <laughs> because I just, I just don't. We made it past 10. That's all that matters. That's really all that matters at this point. Um, I think, you know, at, yeah, at some point, I'm just not going to keep reminding people. And, you know, how do you feel about that? I just, you know, I don't. I think it's like the tequila talking. And yeah, I would agree with that. Stephanie made us take shots of tequila before this. Oh. <laughs> so, you know, if my actually edges Dana are was about out. to chug a cup of tequila and call it a shot, and I said, "Let me help you out there, friend. Let me do my due diligence." Isn't it good when you have friends to help? Yeah, it is. I love that. Um, Moral support. How are you feeling? How was your weekend? Tell me all the things. I'm feeling good. Um, I don't know if they can see my socks. I have. This is going to probably air after Trap Bar, obviously. Um, But, you know, we're shooting it beforehand. So I was telling you I'm feeling a little bit nervous, excited about that. Mm -hmm. Um, My weekend was good. I, I pretty much was, like, chilling this weekend. Um, my son had a baseball game and he played pitcher, catcher. I was team mom. So it was super busy on Sunday. Um, Saturday, I think we just like hung out and Friday too. Mm-hmm. Um, oh no, Saturday I was here all day, um, mm-hmm. at your house and we were getting all our trap art merch ready yes, and just being creative and getting paint everywhere. And just, we did that for like a solid seven or eight hours straight. Which part getting paint everywhere or all of it, (laughs) (laughs) it kind of goes hand in hand. So all of it, um, just doing that. So that was cool. And yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for this weekend. I'm excited. Yeah, same for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we, we hung out on what, what, Saturday, Saturday morning. Saturday morning. Uh, that was also the day that my in-laws were leaving. So mm-hmm. my husband's birthday is behind me. Um, but Libra season is still Libraing. Mm-hmm. Today is actually one of my favorite people's birthdays. My little brother. Happy birthday to you. Um, I don't know if he watches or listening listens to the show, but happy birthday to you. I hope you enjoy this day mm-hmm. and we'll see you on Saturday. We're about to get late. <laughs> We're getting him fucked up. He oh, was I don't think he'll need help. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> he was on good behavior when he was here. So. Yes, because he had to entertain others. So I, I understand. But um, so yeah, the, uh, in-laws are gone. Husband's birthday is over. Um, we did, we've been working on getting ready for trap art, which is this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we are excited. Um, so, and like Stephanie said, by the time we get, by the time this comes out, we'll already have been there. Mm-hmm. So then you'll hear us talk about it on the following episode, like our experience and everything like that. Um, but yeah. Uh- that's why it's so important for you guys to follow us on Instagram because we post like, mm-hmm. you know, live content. Yep. Um, updates. Up to, yeah, updates. Yeah. Uh, real light, real time right. content. Um, yeah. You know, and we've been also talking about things like for Halloween and yep. stuff like that. 
Um, maybe we'll post like a poll and see what you guys want to see. Um, yeah. October is going to be fun. I feel like now that we made it past 10, it's like now we can kind of have some fun and just be more yeah. ourselves and creative. Yep. Yeah. Actually, this <clears throat> will be the last time you'll see this set up um, because it's going to change after this. So, mm. um, I guess that just, you know, that just goes into the growth of the show where we're trying to go and uh the direction that we're headed in so um you know we are growing into yeah what we are growing into and everything so Mm. you know r.i.p to this setup that's why it's important for you guys to uh subscribe to our patreon that's right uh, for eight dollars a month so then you guys can see the 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 growth and the new stuff and everything um, especially with us getting into like the last quarter of the year. Yesterday mm-hmm. we were just talking about how the year is almost over. Um, we're about to get into the holiday craziness. So mm-hmm. um, we have so much planned. Yes. 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 Uh, we do have some things on the way. So I'm excited. Yeah. But um, cheers to another episode. I'm nervous for this episode, guys, because Dana hasn't oh. told me the topic. No, <laughs> well, I have not. not we kind of had topic. a topic, but then today he said he threw me, he hit me with the curveball. He said yeah. "Rivers Uno." Yes, I have a surprise. I said, Ooh. and um, we do want to mention that October is um, Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Is that mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. Um, and we will be doing an episode that covers that and talks about that. And, um, but today we're going to do something a little bit different, but, um, you want to start with some pop culture in our chili cheese may segment? Yeah, let's hop into it. So the Latin music billboard awards are coming up. Um, today is October 3rd. Yes. Oh, like a Mean Girls. I asked him what the date was. And was he, it October 3rd? Yeah, and he said October 3rd. Oh, and it was October 3rd. It was? <laughs> yeah. You've never oh, seen the was... Mean Girl meme? <clears throat> no. Oh, you gotta look at it. Okay. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> um, the Latin music billboards are October 5th. Mm-hmm. And um, they did say that Bad Bunny is performing, Manuel Turizo... I believe Carol G is performing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be lit. That's you know, Latinos get lit on yeah. these types of events. Um, so that'll be exciting to see. We'll have to tune in. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Shakira released a new song. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard it or not. It's called El Jefe. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of controversy and trending like memes and to- and topics discussions in regards to her last song which was her shading her ex that cheated on her mm-hmm. um and so she released this new song with uh fuerza regida which is like um a really well-known banda right now mm-hmm. and it's called el jefe and it refers to she kind of gave like a shout out to her nanny so I guess what happened, um, the background story is that um, the nanny caught caught on that he, the hus- the ex, was cheating on Shakira. Ooh. 
and that the girl was like eating Shakira's food and like things like that. Yeah, in her house. Yeah, in her house. And so once the ex um, realized that the nanny caught on to the affair, mm-hmm. he fired the nanny. The husband. The the uh huh the ex mm-hmm. fired her. Wow. So Shakira wouldn't find out, even though she still did. Um, so Shakira like loved her nanny and ended up finding out. So she gave her like a shout out on the song. Wow. And it's just like a song bashing him as a boss. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, my boss is shit and stuff like that. Oh my gosh. Um, I mean, why do men just be trying to, especially if you have staff that work at your house, you have to know that. There's there's some type of loyalty they are gonna hold to the people, to someone in the house, right? right? Like, yeah. you know, especially if it sounds like Shakira had a good relationship with her. Mm-hmm. So then why, why do that? Like you had to know this was going to be some sort of issue. What an idiot! And someone that's like around your kids constantly and has that rapport with your kids and that connection, like mm-hmm. that love, obviously, if, you know, mm-hmm. her kids are not newborns. They're like older. Right. Um, so listen. Okay. Do you have any other topics? Um, no, that's all I have for now. Okay. Um, let's hear yours. All right. Well, um, I'm going to start with fashion week. So this past week, so Actually, on my husband's birthday, uh, started was starting with Fashion Week. So Fashion Week started on the 25th, and then today was the last day of Fashion Week. Um, and I don't know if a lot of people follow Kelly Rowland, uh, who, of course, used to be with Justin Shaw. I don't think I need to um, need to explain any of that. Mm-hmm. If you know, you know. If you don't, I don't know what block you're living under. <laughs> Um, and, uh, one of the, um, one of the biggest shows that have been taking up on the timelines a lot has been the Mugler fashion show, which actually was really, really dope. Um, it was like inspired by water Mm -hmm. and the ocean and like the models when it started was like starting with like flashing lights and then the models are coming down the runway with like this long exaggerated trains and fabric like blowing in the wind is that the one angela bassett yes yeah so i was gonna say yeah so it had a lot of celebrities um so paris hilton walked in the show okay angela bassett um and then had some attendees carol g was there actually pharrell williams was there and um also i don't have you did you ever watch 365 days on um on netflix Mm -mm. So that lead actor in that, Simon um, Susana, mm-hmm. so fine. Really? So he was there too, yeah. Girl. Was he walking or he was in attendance? He was, he was just in attendance. He okay. wore some Luglair, uh stuff, but okay. he um, he was there. I saw him on the <laughs> when I was doing all my research. I was like, ooh. Bay. Yes, he hot. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the Mugler show was really dope. Um, it's definitely been all over um, the internet. And uh, mostly because of all the different celebrities that walked in. Mm. Angela Bassat. Yeah. Uh, Paris Hilton. Angela Bassat is timeless. She is timeless. I will say that. And just, I know her name is pronounced Bassett, or she most people pronounce Bassett. it as Bassett, but I pronounce it as Bassat. 
Because I can. Because <laughs> I want to. Because I want to. Because I want to. Um, and after that, um, so yeah, the it's over. Today's last day. It was pretty cool. I know Louis Vuitton did their show as well. Mm-hmm. You know, Pharrell Williams is now their new creative director. Um, did, so, did you see on uh, the Fashion Week that on Victoria Beckham's show, mm-hmm. um, she so Kim Kardashian got there, and she got there like twenty minutes late. Mm-hmm. And there's like a video trending. I don't know if you've seen it or not. And wait, Kim Kardashian got there late. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Like twenty minutes late. Mm-hmm. And then no one really like acknowledged her, and then her seat was next to Anna Wintour. Ooh. And Anna Wintour didn't even like she passed, and mm-hmm. then Kim passed, and then Anna Wintour was like didn't even look her way. Mm-hmm. And then they went to take a picture, and she was still kind of like had her her like shoulder back turned towards Kim, and was just like, oh, like looking over her shoulder. Yeah, like she didn't acknowledge her. Oh, because she was late. Um, it's been like a trending thing where she doesn't really, this is not the first time that I've seen, um, like in fashion week or in some sort of runway that she doesn't acknowledge her or she just kind of like gives her the cold shoulder. Um, I don't know though. I mean, <laughs> I, I think we're, we're thinking the yeah. same thing. I mean, you know, but, yeah. I don't particularly have any quarrels or qualms about the Kardashians. I just, I honestly, I don't pay them a lot of attention. I really just don't Mm-mm. care. Um, but, you know, either it's like one of the, it's like, uh, it's like licorice. Either you like it or you don't. Mm-hmm. And there's not much more you can do about it. They're here. They ain't going nowhere no time soon, clearly. So, it is what it is. Yeah. So, um, next on my list is Tamar Braxton and Jeremy Robinson. Have you I been seeing saw this? That. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, they had so just you know some backstory. So, back in March, did you watch the Queen's Court? We watched it. Oh, that's right. We watched. We binge watched it. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So back in March. Um, the Queen's Court was a show on Peacock, which had Tamar Braxton, Evelyn Lozada, and Nivea. Um, and all of them were on the show, and there were supposed to be, well, there were all of these men who were supposed to court them, and they were going to date them. And then at the end of the show, um, it would end up, you know, do you want to be with this person or do you not? Um, and... I, I don't remember if it was like you were supposed to get engaged, but you were definitely supposed to choose mm-hmm. one of the men to be with, essentially. So uh, the show ended with Evelyn Lozada being engaged to a gentleman. Nivea chose herself, which, not surprised. And then Tamar Braxton ended up engaged with Jeremy Robinson. Um, so fast forward to now, um, which is, it's October. So what is that? What is that? Six months ago? Mm-hmm. Six, seven, eight, seven. seven months ago. Um, show ended and everything. So, you know, I can only assume at this point, 
they would have been engaged for a year because for social media, mm-hmm. I'm sure they like had to keep editing. it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, exactly. So, so now they've broken up. Um, before this, there have been all kind of rumors about Tamara living out in and out of her car. And in car. Yeah, I'll, but I don't believe the whole car thing. I mean, I just heard that he had like 10 baby families. mamas. He definitely has a few baby mamas. He has a few children. Even before he had got on the show, he had just had a baby. And that was like one of the things that Tamar was like, you know, I can't really rock with that. But. Um, and I remember specifically, there was another guy on the show who had just had a baby who. So one of them was like, oh, I can't fuck with you if you on here with a brand new baby. Like, what about what about your kids? So anyway, she ended up engaged with this man and um, they are now broken up. And the message for me has been Mitch matched, you know, like he put out a ISO press release saying that. He ended the relationship. She then said that, you know, she's surprised about the breakup. And I'm like... She said that? Yeah. And I'm like, are you really... Are we really surprised? Like, and who... And I don't really care, honestly. I only care because you've put it on social media at this point. So, what's really going on, right? Like... Did you see the comment that somebody left? about because he said in his statement he said oh i declined to be in queen's court several times and then finally said yes and um yeah and then one of tomorrow like someone that knows tomorrow said um i don't know about you declining to be on because you were well dressed and ready to go the whole time the whole time and my opinion, mm-hmm. my unsolicited opinion, mm-hmm. he did always seem like well dressed and like ready to go. And like he busted out the Louis Vuittons on like one of the very first dates and all of that. And he just, he gave me red flags and he reminds me of this person I dated. And I'll tell you later who. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, bruh. I mean, he definitely gave red flags. He he, gave all he the definitely red flags. gave very much so. I'm a player. I'm going to talk. He was and he's a lawyer. And he's an yeah. I was going to say he's an attorney, so he has that silver tongue. Absolutely, the mother like it's slick. I can tell you whatever Dude, you I'm need. I'm a sucker for a silver tongue. I'd be like falling. And it's like <laughs> the delusion. It is. It, it and it's for me. My thing is. That, you know, he gives that he can say whatever you want to hear to make sure he gets whatever he wants. Mm -hmm. And I definitely feel like she fell for that. And unfortunately, (laughs) you know, it ended up it ended up not going very well for them. But I also think, you know, there's not often that you're on a TV show that's highly publicized Mm -hmm. where you're supposed to be in the end getting engaged and married that it's going to last and right. be, you know, be something that's super stable. Um, do we know if Evelyn ended up staying with her guy? Uh-huh. I don't know. I actually, I, I wanted to look up and see if she did. But from what I understand, um, they, they, um, 
they had stayed to, mm. they were still dating and still mm. trying to get to know each other i know when the show ended he didn't live in the area oh yeah um he still um i think he lived in dallas mm. and then but of, of course evelyn lives in la mm. um so so yeah i'm so sad i mean i'm not sad so sad for tamar yeah. and uh jeremy um i I also just have to say, I don't really see her with a white man. Mm-mm. <laughs> Me neither. Me neither. And I don't know if that's bad to say. No. But I feel like even when watching the Braxtons, she made so many jokes about uh, being with Vanilla and how she don't really like, she don't, she's not really interested in trying the Vanilla. Mm. And I'm like... Why now for this show would you do that? You know, I've never tried like vanilla either. I mean, it's it's fun when it's fun. I mean, my husband is vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> I love my husband, but you know, um, he's like a he's like um like a in like a reverse oreo or like you know like those inside Not out oreos like oreo. the golden oreos where they're like white on the outside and like brown on the inside have you seen those i have so many things i want to say but <laughs> i'm not going to <laughs> so we can leave it at that um, it's like a swirl <laughs> <laughs> That's a compliment. <laughs> it's funny because he's he just said the other day, he was like, um, he was like, well, now that you guys are in your groove, I'm going to start listening to the show. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Whoa. Yikes. This is a good one to start with. <laughs> um, he would agree, though, with what I'm saying. I mean, he definitely would agree. Yeah. I, I think, you know, with how he grew up and, you know, yeah. how his family dynamics have is and was as a child i can i i would definitely yeah. say so um so chloe bailey was recently in interviewing with apple tv music mm-hmm. and she was talking about her celebrity crush oh yeah uh, did you watch it mm-hmm. and so she you know kind of I wouldn't say she shot her shot. I would say she just mentioned that her celebrity crush was Michael B. Jordan. She subtly shot she her subtly, shot. Do you think it was her shooting mm-hmm. her shot? I felt like that was the only reason why I was like wanted to talk about it because I was. It was line headlines saying that she shot her shot. And that, as a know. woman and like someone that's extremely like guarded for the most part, mm-hmm. and like egotistical when it comes to like dating or admitting crushes mm-hmm. I would say that was like a subtle shot. shot my shot really so if I sat here and was you know like, how I am with my crushes friend so if I was like you know like just oh this is my celebrity crush is that like me shooting my shot or if I said I had a she's crush. a celebrity already though Oh, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So they're kind of like on the yeah. same. Got it. You know. I get it. Okay. We're like, you know, we're not celebrities. So I guess it's different. But her actually, it's like me saying who my crush is on this podcast, right? Because mm. we're like on the same wavelength. 
So like when if you, you were tell saying me. your celebrity crush was little Rob, <laughs> is that? <laughs> You're never going to let me outlive that. I outgrew him. He's not my crush anymore. I don't want him. You but know who my crush is? as an example, right? So yeah. if they watch Like it, a local. Should they take it as you shooting your shot? Like subtly? I mean, listen. <laughs> Dana, if I, if I were to... If you were to say... Who's your crush? And I said right now, uh-huh. you know who my crush is. Uh-huh. If I were to say that right now, oh yeah, you know, so and so or my so my you know what? You think they would take it as you shooting your shot? It would be perceived as me shooting my shot. Okay. I I, I look. Because in real life I'd be like, don't talk to me. Like right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, huh? You know? Okay. I mean, I only I'm only asking for clarification because I'm very direct. You are. When I I mean, you can always you can tell when I'm flirting. Uh-huh. It's funny because my cousin uh posted something about Leos and how they flirt. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can tell when Y'all I'm flirting. Y'all claim them right away. I mean, you are mine <laughs> at that moment. Taken. I must, I'm going to work on being more like, I'm going to work on being more like open about it because I'm more like, I'll be, I'm so toxic for him. Like, I'll be trying to like play fight with them and I'll just be like, like, what? And then I'm like, why don't they like me? You know? so <laughs> because she's completely Because I was being a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So I'm like, I should probably work on that. So yeah. I got to be a little more. A little more, uh, yeah, open. Hey. All right. Um, last but definitely not least, we are going to talk about the Queen Bee. So, um, if you did not know, Sunday night was the last show for the Renaissance World Tour, and Sunday night, Sunday night meaning October first. So, um, that was the last night of the Renaissance Tour in Kansas City. And Parkwood have posted a little countdown on their uh, Instagram stories. So it left the world trying to figure out what they count down to. Now, when I saw it, I thought they were counting down to the end of the tour. Mm-hmm. But we soon find out that we were they were counting down to get us prepared for this launch of this new Renaissance World Tour movie. That will be launching, that will be coming out to AMC Theaters on uh, December the 1st. Mm. And when I tell you I'm going to be right there in the space watching this movie, I don't care. You're going to be camping out. I'm going to be camping out. I don't care if I paid X amount of dollars for my tickets. I'm still going to go see this movie because there's no experience of being there and then getting to relive it. Because I know the production is going to be A1. Mm-hmm. A1. It is. I'm it is. here. So I'm here for that. Um, I'm thinking I'm going to do a um, a midnight. Because uh, I know they're going to do it at midnight. Mm-hmm. And they have some shows at midnight. And then they have some shows the next day. Oh, okay. But if I can't do the midnight, then I'll do, well, I'll go like the evening of the next day. Because yeah. it comes out on a Thursday. Yeah. 
So, um, and you know, husband gonna be at work, so I'm probably gonna be going out with the homies. So I'm here for this and this um uh, this movie. Um I do I was like, but is this act two? Like is this technically what this is? And does this mean we're not gonna get the visuals or is this the visual? You know, just just some questions. Yeah. Just just some simple questions. You don't have to answer me. Um, matter of fact, I'm probably sure you're not going to answer me, Beyonce, <laughs> but and that's totally fine. Um, but, um, but yeah. you know, just curious. Just curious about this. Um, so, yeah, that's all I got. Do you have anything else? No, I think that's it. Okay. I'm ready to hear what this main topic is. Well. Not you got it typed up and on the outline. <laughs> Oh, Stephanie. <laughs> With our logo, what's happening? Is this an intervention? This is our, I don't know. I've been trying, you know, usually I write it in a notebook, mm-hmm. but I've got to the point where I just, I can't, I don't have like holding all of uh-huh. that. I'm just like, the paper is easy. Right. To hold. Yeah. So, yeah. It's cute. Isn't it cute? It's giving HR, bitch. Isn't it? That's what I also was feeling. I was like, ooh, HR. You know, yes. it gives it, it gives me organized mm-hmm. how I do like my program coordinating yeah. when I'm at work and you know, just very official outline. Mm-hmm. Let me get on your level, friend. Girl. <laughs> okay, well we can go ahead and take a break and All then right. we'll come back and we'll get into the main cheese night topic. Stay tuned. All right. And we are back. We are back. We are back. <laughs> I have a different drink, so don't judge me. Um, Once again, I had to come in for moral support and <laughs> take over his other drink. His you know, it's interesting how that benefits <laughs> you, too. <laughs> girl math. <laughs> <laughs> like, girl. Um, okay. So, friends. Are you excited for I'm nervous? Oh, your mic your mic is muted. Oh, I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I sang a whole song, made a whole commentary, and y'all didn't even hear me. So okay. Ah, I'm getting there. What the so. fuck is that? <laughs> so if you don't know, it is October. So October means that it is spooky season for people. Like people that love mm-hmm. Halloween, love spooky and scary stories. Uh-huh. So I did the liberty of doing some digging and found some scary stories. Okay. <laughs> so I thought in lieu of kicking off spooky season and everybody's favorite well most people's favorite month of the year halloween um favorite month of the year because of halloween that i would read a spooky story and i thought that it would be great not to tell you about it because then i can get your real reaction (laughs) (laughs) so one the first story that i'm gonna read is actually like a um it's i don't it's not an urban legend but it's um 
It is a San Diego story based on one of the most famous hotels in San Diego, the Coronado Del Hotel. Mm -hmm. So this story that I'm going to read is about the story of Kate Morgan. Okay. um, Whom was a visitor at the Hotel Del. Okay. All right. So I'm going to take a sip. I should got a straw. Um, all right. So this is the story of Kate Morgan. Kate Morgan lived an ordinary and rather unremarkable life by most accounts. Her death, however, has captured the attention of many for the past 125 years. Morgan was born in Iowa in 1864 and lived with her family for just two years before her mother passed away. She was then sent to live with her grandfather in 1865. In her early 20s, she met and married a man named Thomas Edwin Morgan. However, the marriage was not a happy one. The couple had a son, but tragically he did not survive, passing away only two days after his birth. After only five years of marriage, Morgan left her husband and ran off with another man named Albert Allen. This relationship also did not appear to be the be- to have to have lasted, although there are very few records of Morgan's life at this time. But the next time that we would see Morgan would be at the Hotel Dell. Mm. She was ill and she was all alone. And when she arrived at the Hotel Del Coronado in 1892, she arrived in late November, checking in under the name of Miss. Lottie A. Bernard from Detroit. Um, The staff reported that she seemed ladylike, beautiful, reserved, and well-dressed, but troubled and very melancholy. Though she most likely kept kept to herself, she was in frequent contact with the housekeeper who often visited her room to clean up and run her bath. She confessed that she had been diagnosed with stomach cancer and was at the hotel awaiting her brother and a doctor who was on their way to assist her with her failing health. So at this time, she was like Mm -hmm. really, really sick, obviously. Right. All right. So a few days passed and she received no letters. No one arrived to meet her. Her spirits seemed to be sunken and even lower at the at uh, some point, and she ventured out into the city to go and purchase a handgun. On the evening of November 28th, Morgan went down into the exterior veranda with her gun in her hand and stood to the face of the ocean in the middle of a cold storm. Her body was discovered li- lying on the steps by the beach by the hotel's assistant electrician very early the next morning. So, I'm going to pause there. Because her body was found at this point. And you see she went to go buy a handgun. Uh But nothing says that she shot herself. Right? Right. Okay. Police were quickly called to remove her body in order to shed the tragedy from the other guests. They were able to confirm she died of a gunshot wound and her gun was found lying next to her body. She was laid to rest near the hotel in Mount Hope Cemetery in San Diego. Hmm. Although those are the only uh, variable facts 
verifiable facts, many myths and story have spread ever since surrounding the mysterious circumstances around her death. Before I read about the next part, who do you think killed her? Um. So, okay, so let's rewind. So we have... My grandpa's buried in Mount Hope. Oh, really? Yeah. Um. Okay. So I will say, so Hotel Dell is known for people like committing suicide. Committing suicide, yes. Yeah. And mm. I mean, so her husband... So if it wasn't herself... I don't know. Because at this point, she never... Her ex? I think it could be her ex. She never... Um, what was her husband? Who, Alan? Uh-huh. Hold on, let me go back. Albert Allen. Yeah. Because that was the previous relationship, right? And she had left her husband, Edwin Morgan. Yeah. Uh, she had let him at that point. So that was 1892. That was like almost 30-something or less uh, years that she had left him. Because she left him back in... Um, if it was abusive, I wouldn't put it past him. That he came and found her? Mm-hmm. Right? And then shot her while she was on the beach? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a lot. You then have to come... You have to travel and do all of that to come find this woman and shoot her on the beach. Oh, uh, they were together somewhere else. Yes. In Iowa. Mm-hmm. And we all know... Well, I know how long it takes to get from here to Iowa. <laughs> Maybe the husband did? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Let's see. Um, in the 1980s, a San Francisco-based lawyer named Alan Mang began investi- investigating old case files pertaining to her death when he came across an interesting fact. The bullet that was found in the skull did not match the caliber of the gun she had bought, which prompted him to believe that the wound may not have been self-inflicted. Although the new theory that there may be there may have been foul play renewed interest in Morgan's death, the case would never be officially reopened. Whatever the cause of death, many people remain convinced that the unhappy spirit of Kate Morgan never left the hotel. So they never actually uncovered it. So you're just playing with my emotions. You're so annoying. <laughs> Oh my gosh, girl, that's how I felt. I was like, "Why y'all give me this story?" So, I mean, so what do you? Think? I think the thing, honestly, I I don't know if she left Thomas Edwin Morgan and then, you know, he went to go find her. Then that could be the case, but then. We also don't really know what else was happening at the hotel while she was there, right? We know that she or in was her life. Well, that too. We uh, we know that she was super close with the housekeeper. It sounds like the housekeeper. It sounds like it was her mate. Was her um her hand? So it was helping her run baths, getting her ready, probably throughout the day, probably taking care of her medication. We don't know how mean she was to this person. Um, even though she may have seemed in good spirits and nice, does not mean she was really that way. Hmm. Um, so, and only the brother and the husband knew where she was, right? Or the brother? No, and the, the doctor. brother and the doctor. So it could have been the brother, and he just showed up, happened to see her, and just. Bah, 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 bah. 
Right, at the beach. I don't know. So, it goes on to say that numerous paranormal sightings have been reported around Hotel Dell, Mm -hmm. including unexplained breezes, sounds, and smells, doors opening and shutting without warning, and frequent sightings of a ghostly figure that bears resemblance to Kate Morgan. And this is a picture of her. I would never stay there. Me neither. It's it's funny. I wanted to stay there and Mm -hmm. still have not. Um, Guests have also reported electronics such as lights, televisions that turn themselves on and off. The hotel gift shop is also apparently a favorite haunt as guests and workers have claimed the souvenirs and other goods from the shop occasionally fly off the shelves but mysteriously (laughs) Friend, that hotel is like really haunted. I know. People, uh, hold on. So rather than scaring guests away, the ghost of Kate Morgan has drawn many paranormal enthusiasts to the hotel uh, Del Coronado. The room she stayed in before she died is the most frequent uh, room in the entire hotel. So um, with the story was a link to like a paranormal activity group that was recording. And they stayed in uh, the room that she stayed in. I think was it was uh, three thirty three twenty seven. Uh huh. And um, they stayed in it, and I guess the bathroom light was coming on, and the guy like jumped out of his bed and all kind of shit. I mean, why would they ask to stay there? Because they they wanted to record for the show, like their show that they were doing. So they were like they were doing it to get like content essentially, mm. right? Um, I mean, I didn't see nothing in the video, but no, 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 I did not. But also it was on there. It was daytime. I have to be, it has to be dark in order for me to be be able to see some shit. Like I, yeah. uh, Now, do I believe in that type of stuff? Yes. Yes, I do. Absolutely. 100%. I 100%. Cause I'm coming back and I'm haunting all kind of bitches. Girl. It's going to be a motherfucking problem. Y'all going to have an issue with me. Mm-hmm. I'm coming back, y'all. Fuck with me. <laughs> For real. For real. Fuck with me if you want to, but I'm going to hunt a bunch of motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's on there. And her little <laughs> lamb. <laughs> um, I was going to say something. I forgot my thought. Anyway. But yeah, so that's the story of Kate Morgan. Um, I I have wanted to stay at the Hotel Dale. I've had brunch there before. Mm. The brunch is nice. They have a good bar. And obviously the Hotel Dale is like one of the most visited hotels in San Diego or mm. in Coronado because Coronado is separate from San Diego. Um, and, you know, people love the Hotel Dale. Mm-hmm. I have definitely heard it was haunted before. Yeah. Um. But, you know, I also feel like it gives, it gives, like, it has, like, that old feeling. Mm-hmm. Like, when you walk into the Hotel Dale's lobby, you very much so get, like, that old money. Mm-hmm. Um, like, a lot of people have been through this hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, motherfuckers probably died right here in this lobby before. Like, it gives all of that upon entrance. So, I don't know. I don't know that I need to stay there. Mm-mm. I'm good. I don't want to take no shit home. I don't want to see no shit. Mm-mm. I don't want to. 
None of that. I'm Gucci. Yeah, I've seen my share of paranormal things. I mean, even sometimes my dreams are super vivid. My memory. Or of like just shit that happens. And, you know, seeing people who've passed, having full-on conversations with people who've passed. So, you know, I I really do try and keep my... Um, I don't need to go visit to get a real mm-hmm. experience because I experienced it enough is my point. Right. I have, um, like two loved ones that passed, um, like a two day, within two days of them passing, uh, they've come in my dreams and like said their goodbyes to me. And it's crazy. That feeling mm-hmm. is like, and in both of them, I'm just like trying to say bye. And then just like, and mm-hmm. you wake up literally crying. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. So I'm good. Like, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and just like, and I love like paranormal Ooh. movies. So like The Conjuring. and You um, like that? Oh my God. I love The Conjuring. Insidious was a good movie, which is all about like um, astral projection mm-hmm. and um, even, uh, what's that? Insidious, Conjuring. Amityville Horror, I mm, I didn't really connect with Amityville. Um, what about Annabelle? Annabelle, the, the doll. Uh, I mean, that is kind of a part of like the Conjuring stories, um, which mm-hmm. you may be talking about. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, I Annabelle. The first Annabelle was cool. Okay. Yeah. The second one, I don't think I. I don't know that I watched the second one. But um, I do like the Conjuring though. Have you ever seen some shit fly, like out of nowhere? Like, uh, like a spirit of some sort. Like you're sitting down and like something flies off the shelf randomly. Or, like, something no, like, no. um... No. I did once. Really? Mm-hmm. How did that feel for you? <laughs> so, I was, like, living with um, this person I was dating mm-hmm. when I was, like, way younger. And um, we were, like... So, our room faced out towards the living room, and we had, like, a big-ass TV. Mm-hmm. We had the door open, so we were watching it. And we had speakers, like a surround sound type of thing. And um, we were watching the movie. And I swear to you, Dana, one of the speakers, like it was pretty, it was like medium size. Mm-hmm. It just fucking flew. Shut the fuck up. And I was like, <laughs> I looked at him. I was like, what the fuck? And then he's like, what the fuck? And I was like, dude, go check. He's like, I'm not going to check. And I was like. You're the guy, like, what the fuck? And we were just like, oh, my God. I was like, I'm going to sleep. (laughs) Like, I don't want to look anymore. I swear, it just, like, flew. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So whenever we would go, so my family and I go to Tahoe every summer. We've been doing it for the last 30-something years since I was a kid. And when me and all my cousins, we all, so we... In our old house, I guess you to say, <clears throat> there in Tahoe, most of the adult, all the adults would stay upstairs. Mm-hmm. So everybody had a room upstairs. Everybody had somewhere to sleep. 
All of the cousins and kids had to stay downstairs yeah. in the living room. So we had air mattresses, pull-out beds, uh-huh. all kind of shit. And I mean, it was like 15 of us down there. Shit. So my cousin, uh, my cousins will always want to rent some scary-ass movie and watch it and then turn all the lights off because the only two people that slept with TVs on was me and my little brother. <laughs> so they would turn, they would, we would watch these scary fucking movies and they would turn all the lights off, and then they would. Then we would, it would be time to go to bed. Uh-huh. And at the time, we weren't old enough to drink, so it wasn't like I could get <laughs> so drunk to where I passed the fuck out. And when or I tell you, or smoke thing. a joint to where I go to fuck to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> and they were all at the time. They were all most of the time, for the most part, they were able to drink and everything like that. So you know, they could yeah. hang out. Bitch, when I tell you that they would watch shit like Freddy fucking Krueger, Michael Myers, Friday the 13th, uh-huh. and I will be fucked up, shook. <laughs> and which one is your, like... Scariest? Yeah, like, which one are you me? most afraid of? Which one? Um, It's funny because uh, my husband asked me this. So, Tales from the Crypt. You know the little creature from Tales from the Crypt? Have you ever... Oh, Not my God. From the Crypt? Tales from the Crypt. Not the Crypt. Not... <laughs> Dana, your mic is muted. Oh, sorry. How long has it been muted? <laughs> Probably for hella long. Not um, not to they can they all be able to hear me from yours because I'm pretty sure you're picking up on my. <laughs> oh, we're picking up on each other's. Anyway, um, yeah, from, from tales from the crib. Is that from Oakland? No, I'm about to find it for you right now. <laughs> You want to hear a funny story? Yes. Well, I'll look this up. My, the worst one is, the hockey mask one is Jason, right? Yes. Okay, that one, I'm mm-hmm. deathly afraid of. Okay? Yeah. So when I was younger, I would always stay at my aunt's house uh, to sleep. Ew. <laughs> this like a little goblin. He would come on in the middle of the night and be on your screen Imagine that on your screen, and then it's like, ah, <laughs> and like laughing at midnight, and you're oh, waking no. up out your sleep. It would come on all the time. No. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So I would always stay at my aunt's house <clears throat> for like, you know, a week, like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I would stay in one of my girl cousins' rooms, on, mm-hmm. and I would like sleep on the floor or whatever. And it was my three cousins right they were all siblings Mm -hmm. so one time it was like morning and i woke up and my girl cousin was like hey like so and so is about to come her brother Mm -hmm. is about to come scare you like with his hockey mask and Uh stuff and i was like all right bet so i pretended to be asleep and he came like right here on top of me and like he's like face to face with me about to oh wake me my up. God. And then I hit him with the reverse Uno and I was like, <laughs> 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 so he ended up getting scared. But yeah, my the one I'm most fearful of is like those exorcism movies or um, yeah, the Jason one. I don't yeah. like it or yeah. Texas Chainsaw. Yeah. Um, Freddy Krueger, the original Freddy Krueger movie from the 1980s, that used to fuck me up. Just to know, like, I go to sleep and this Mm -hmm. motherfucker could be in my dreams. 
fucked me up. And because we're vivid dreamers. Yes. And I think, and that used to be the worst. And then, um, like you said, Freddie, um, Michael Myers and Jason, mm-hmm. because at the door in the vacation house that we stayed in, there was like a diamond oh, hell and you could see straight no. through it. And I always, and for whatever reason, I was always sleeping directly in the hallway, not in the hallway, but like in, in eyeshot of the hallway where the door is and be like, oh my God, somebody going to come peeking through this motherfucking door. Oh my gosh. Child. I used to be, they used to be, they used to have me fucked up. I would be fucked up. I wouldn't go to sleep. I'd wake up in the middle of the night all fucked up. Um, okay. Well, are you ready for the next one? I'm ready. Let's hear it. Okay. Let me put this down. Okay. So I only picked two stories because I feel like after each one, we will have to debrief. Yes, absolutely. Okay. I'm going to take another sip. You take another sip too. Let's do it. I meant them, not you, but oh. go ahead. Okay. ASMR. All right. Okay. So this one I found on Reddit because I've always wanted to like, I feel like people be finding shit on Reddit all the time. I, dude, I love Reddit. I know. I've heard that. My Zodiac shit or like my bird chart shit, I'd be like on Reddit. Should you can I, find these. Do you shit. have to make an account to like get into all the no. deep shit? Because I just Google the shit. On Safari. You can go on Safari. And like our thing on our phone? Right, uh-huh. The browser on our phone. Interesting. Okay. Um. All right. So this story I found on Reddit. Mm-hmm. So this story is titled, I have an incurable disease and no one believes me. All right. So it's like some Virgo shit. <laughs> And it's not just, like, if Virgo was your, it's sun sign, right? Like, your direct sign. Mm-hmm. Also, like, it's just, if you have it in your chart, you're always trying to diagnose yourself <laughs> with some bullshit. It's ridiculous. You always got some you shit. You always got some shit. Oh, my, I mean, I'm not going to go on the tangent, but. Anyway. It started a year ago, Mm. almost on this exact date of October 2nd. So not today, but yesterday. Yesterday. It came out of nowhere, and it's ruined my life. Stomach cramps were the first to show up. Every day, I was struck with a sudden and intense stabbing in my abdomen. My morning was spent running to the bathroom every 10 minutes. After weeks of it, I went to a doctor. He did a full workup, found nothing, told me it was psychoschematic. Then, six months ago, my hair started falling out. At first, it was a few strands, but soon after, it started coming out in clumps. The dermatologist couldn't find a cause, so again, they chalked it up to stress, and I gave up and shaved it off. The worst part has been the pain. I started noticing some tingling in my legs. In a few weeks, it turned into a full-blown muscle spasms. Constant and excruciating. I went back to the doctor. 
As he read through my chart, I could see his expression change from a look of concern to one of judgment. Quote from the doctor, she's got a history of this. No diagnosis, textbook drug seeker, he whispered to the nurse outside my room. They sent me home that day without running one single test, just a referral to a psychologist. Okay. Any questions before I move on? You got it all gathered? I got it. Okay. All right. I'm so tired of being dismissed. Even my friends and family who previously concerned, I'm sorry, who were previously concerned now ignore my cries for help. My husband, Jack, has been my only support system, but even seems tired of taking care of me. I spent some time in agony that I've become immensely depressed. Between that and the constant pain, I can't even get out of bed anymore. This evening, as I was laying in bed, Jack brought my nightly tea. I reached out to grab it, but my arm collapsed and back into the bed. I I stared at my husband, tearing up. I can't do this anymore. He paused for a brief second and then smiled. Good. I'm glad to hear that you're ready. What do you... The doctors are right. You're not sick, says the husband. I don't understand, but my hair, says the wife. Nair, in your shampoo, works wonders, the husband said. My eyes widen. My stomach cramps. She said, laxatives in your morning smoothie. I couldn't speak. You probably wondering about the muscle spasms, huh? Potassium pills in your evening tea. Turns out too much can cause some some gnarly spasms. And according to Google, you're taking a pretty excessive amount, the husband says. My head was spinning. Why would you do this? She said. A year ago, I caught you fucking my boss, of course. You were both wasted out of your minds, so it makes sense that you have no recollection. I trembled. I thought about killing you right then and there, but I decided to make your make you suffer first, the husband says. He slipped. And we're here taking notes. I'm like, Nair, <laughs> potassium, what else? What was the other one? Uh, Nair, potassium, and laxatives. Laxatives. He slipped a (laughs) syringe out of his pocket and pressed the needle into my skin. What? What is that? The uh, the wife asked. He smiled once again. And he said, heroin. A lot of it. I mean, everyone already knows you're a drug seeker. Good night, dear. And that's the end. Heroin. Add it to the list. <laughs> Girl. Friend. Right? That's good, right? Did she fuck the boss? Yeah. Clearly. She fucked the She boss, had an affair bro. and fucked his boss. So he said, bitch, I got you. Bet. Honestly, he might be a Leo. Because that's the kind of bitch I am. Friend. 
start feeding you shit. See, and I'm more like, friend, you know me, friend. I'm a, I, I'm more like, I'm going to pull up with... <laughs> I'm going to fuck you up and everybody else around you up. And Look, I don't give a fuck. That's the I'm epitome, going down, it's going down. That's the epitome of, I'm going to get my look back. Yeah. That's some calculated shit. I mean, honestly, for me, of this whole story is... I like that. Not you like it. It's the toxic <laughs> in us both. That's the problem. That's the problem. <laughs> For me, it's the nair and the shampoo. I'm not going to lie. Nah. For me, it's the potassium because that's undetected. That's a vitamin. Nobody would know. But right. it's literally shutting you down. Right. Well, it's shutting all her muscles down. Exactly. And that's what the, the spasms and everything is. And that's undetected because it's a vitamin. Because it's a vitamin. And then just to top it all off with the heroin, I can't. And so she essentially you running around like a chicken head. Because you fucking the ball. <laughs> I just, I wish it was more context of how he found out, but I guess it doesn't matter. It's just he took action He probably seen them. Yeah. And they were all fucked up. Oh, that's right. Because it they says. Were drunk. They were both drunk. That's a year ago. I caught you fucking my boss. Of course you weren't. You, of course, you were both wasted out of your minds. So it makes sense that you have no recollection. Mm. You think he saw her like at the bar or something like a hotel bar? Who cares? I mean, I'm, yeah, I don't know. My mind went to like a Christmas party type of thing or like right? something like that. Like... Like, oh, I saw you and him walking in the rain. That's like some he porn shit. Him like, <laughs> and him and I will never be the same. You know, I'm just going to go on the record and say, I'm so sorry that Wesley is making an appearance clearly through this whole episode. Your kids are acting up to at me. the door acting a goddamn fool. Your fur babies are wild in. Please pause for a second. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I am going to keep going. Damn, so the, not the freaking, I wonder how much, first of all, how much potassium is needed to give to a person um, for their muscles to literally start shutting down. That's wild to me. How much do you think potassium is, how much potassium do you think is needed, Dana, for, like, somebody's muscles to... The See, it's your fault. You be ordering all these fucking Amazon... <laughs> I mean, I thought it was an Amazon package earlier. Not right now. I'm just like... I need to check if... Dude, I'm so excited for our Halloween stuff. Guys, we're going to have some good Halloween content. Google and see how much potassium it takes for a person to have muscle spasms. Or how much is the... Oh, you know, we should ask Dr. Greg. Oh, yeah. No, let's not put him on the record. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Max amount of potassium. Oh, this is my car holder. Max amount of potassium... 
somebody can have or like yeah how much how much potassium should should a person have Three thousand sixteen milligrams, right? So we're not doctors, so we don't know. It depends on your weight, on your uh, gender, on your height, all of that. Okay, but yeah. A day. Yeah. A day. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how much, cause I can't eat bananas. I'm allergic to bananas. Yeah. This is other vegetables. I know. I think spinach. I know spinach has proteins. What's? Do you have another story? Nope, that's the only one. I mean, I can pull that's another crazy. one up. <coughs> no, <laughs> so um, that's I just crazy. I thought it was a good a good little kickoff to uh, the Halloween and. Um, I thought, and then my husband was like, oh, you should look up San Diego tales mm-hmm. and myths. So I did that. That's where Kate Morgan came. Have you ever heard of the Chupacabra? Yes, I've heard of the Chupacabra. You going to tell us about it? I mean, we can just like. Yeah, do it. So the Chupacabra is a Latin American popular legend, a monstrous creature that attacks animals and consumes their blood. Um, the name is derived from the Spanish words chupar, which is to suck. And Thank you for the ice cream. Glissy. Glissy. Yeah. Yum. Thank you for the rose. <laughs> And Cabra is a goat sucker. Um, But there's one of like, um, hold on, uh, La Llorona. Have you heard of that? Mm -hmm. There's a movie about that. Yeah, there's a movie about that, too. Um, And that one is um, The Crying Woman. And it's a Mexican vengeful ghost who Mm -hmm. is said to roam near bodies of water mourning her children who she drowned in a jealous rage mm-hmm. after her after discovering her husband was cheating on her mm-hmm. and um that one is wild so um he like cheated and abandoned her abandoned her um and she had the baby by like a wealthy Spaniard mm-hmm. and um yeah, that one is just crazy. H- have you seen the movie of it? Yeah, I did. We went to go, um, me and my husband and his homies went to go see it, and it came out in the movie theater. Uh huh. Did you like it? I don't remember. It was. <laughs> it was like, out to me. It was like uh, that was like 2018, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, like Latinos, we use like the cucuy or la llorona. Um, like if your kids are not doing something right, mm. <laughs> you say the cuckoo's gonna come and get you. <laughs> Got it. We say the boogeyman. Yeah, the cuckoo is like boogeyman. 
Mm-hmm. There was actually a show that I just watched recently, and uh-huh. they were talking about the the kufui. Mm-hmm. What show was it? You know where I've always wanted to go um, for the for Day of the Dead. I want to go to Oaxaca. And I want to go to Oaxaca. Like, like beautiful. It's close to Zihuatanejo. Mm. Um, it was on HBO. The Kukui? Uh-huh. And um, HBO Max? Max. Yes. It was a good show, honestly. Yeah? Um, and essentially, the, um, the, the, the thing, the entity that was killing everyone or that was getting everyone was the Kukui. Yeah, it was like really good man. show. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Um, once I find the name of it, I'll tell you. Um, well, what I did you think? I thought that was that good. was fun. That was fun. Um, I definitely plan on doing it again. Uh, I won't be telling you what the next one will be about, but I know because we want to do an episode about domestic violence mm-hmm. awareness month. Um, I think that the next. We'll do, we'll figure out how we want to do it, but I think we'll do it at the, the domestic violence at the end of the month and then do some Halloween ones. Yeah. Because uh, then, because the next, the next time you see us all will be in a Halloween setting. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm so excited. We're going to be posting so much live content too this weekend in mm-hmm. San Francisco in the Bay Area, I'm so excited to finally go, and mm-hmm. it's gonna be lit. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna yeah. be work. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be all of that. But and by the time this episode come out, we'll have already <laughs> posted <laughs> and seen it. But go back, watch. Uh, you know, like yeah. the post. We'll make reels. We'll make reels. Yeah. So get into all the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Share. Yeah, do all of those wonderful, yeah. fantastical things, um, and we're gonna also. Sh- I'm pretty oh. sure after that we're gonna be sorry. Yeah, go <laughs> we're gonna have released our merch, right? Mm. So because we're launching it in trap art, so after that, you know, we'll be releasing info to purchase your merch, right? We will be launching merch before the end of the year. Um, so keep a lookout. Hell achievement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have ice in my mouth. We're gonna take a break. Let's I take a we'll break. see you when we get back. Bye. Get ready for our spiritual segment. Mm-hmm. Hey y'all, we hope you're enjoying today's show. Um, we just wanted to come by and let you know a little bit of the information of where you can find and follow us. Yeah, so if you click on the link in our Instagram bio, which you should be following us on Instagram at Hello Cheesement Podcast. It will take you to all the links to all of our platforms. The first one being uh, Patreon, which is the visual content to our episode. And you can subscribe to this for $8 a month. And you get to see all the tea and partake in our visual activities. Yes. And so, and just like Stephanie said, you can find everything in the bio on our Instagram page, as well as all of the other um, social media platforms we are on. Um, when you go to the Linktree platform, you can see our new uh, article with SD Voyager, links to Patreon, link to our TikTok, link to our YouTube channel, as well as all the different platforms you can listen to the podcast on. 
At the bottom of that link tree, you'll also see icons that are also clickable for you to find us on all of the platforms that we've mentioned. Again, Patreon is the only platform that we have a subscription plan to that's only $8 a month. And then everything else we provide for that we give for you all as far as content is free. Yeah, so go ahead and if you want to listen to us for free, it's at your Apple podcast, Mm -hmm. Google podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, You can watch, you can listen to the entire episode on YouTube, but you'll only get a portion of the visual. Like I said, we can uh, subscribe on Patreon. Uh, So utilize all the platforms and keep up with us on Instagram. Yep. And let's get back to the show. Bye, Familia. We're back. You can uh, carry a note, friend. Baby, 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 I thought you knew that. <laughs> you know, it's like, and <laughs> You got to show all your teeth so they know. Dude, what is up with us muting our mics today? That's why I'm we not be trying to it. cover our ass. I be trying to cover my ass. That's for sure. The only reason I muted it is because I was crunching on ice. That's the only time. Yeah, I, I be hella covering my ass because I be talking nonsense. <laughs> One of these days, no, soon, we'll just have to get fucked up on here and just oh. like. Like more. Are you talking about like. In a more incapacitated state. Yeah, and just be like... Because um, I already feel like I'll be on here. I mean, I do, acting. but I don't. I'd be like holding back certain things, but I feel like after certain things I have, you know, coming up that I'm going to be, you know, dealing with, closing off and sealing off, I feel like we can Well, here's the thing. have a day where we can just dive into shit. Like, girl I... talk. I just, it's funny that you are saying this because I actually just had a conversation with um, a colleague of mine who I, I essentially was asking her because of my uh, professional status and the work that I do, how do I go about sharing the work that we have been doing here? Because I, I, I have not shared it on my professional platform. Mm-hmm. I've only shared it on the platform that we've created together mm-hmm. and my personal platform um, and my artistic platform right. on, on, on yes. social media. Um, and essentially she was like, well, there's you have a lot of options. Like you can you can either take the episodes and post about them on your platform, on your professional platform the ones that relate to the work that you do. Or you can just say, this is what I've been doing, this is what I'm doing, and be like, who the fuck cares? And when she said it, I was like, yeah. And I and I think that becomes the other part of, like, when you start to censor yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Of just like, well, if these people are listening, then we have to be a little bit more censored, we have to be a little bit more careful but where I first see my career and what I want, like I obviously will always work in HR and do work in diversity, equity, and inclusion, but I also don't want to feel like I can't be my whole self. 
Transparent. Transparent. And if that is what diversity, equity, inclusion is about, if that's what HR and building culture in, in the workplace about bringing your whole self to work is all about, then I should be able to post what I do on a personal level right. as far as this podcast goes right. on my professional account. Right. I and, agree And so, you know, that's, I say all that to say, like, you know, even sometimes you, you shouldn't say, sometimes you do feel like you have to censor, censor yourself from saying dumb shit or, like, just, like, the shit that we talk. Like, but I feel like <laughs> we do a great deal of talking our shit and uh-huh. popping our shit on this show. Oh, yeah. We are, for the most part. Like, we're not too censored, but, like, I will say that it's understandable. And then on my end, it's, like... um I don't touch too much on, like, Mm co-parenting or my experience with, like, my my separation and things like that. Yeah. Because I have overcome it and I'm healed and I'm, that's way past me. Yeah. Um... But also because there's certain things I need to finish, like, you know, taking care of and, Mm -hmm. like, uh, just sealing certain things. And, you know, um, there's things I can talk about once that's done, which is coming up very soon. Yes. And this month is, you know, it's going to be a closed sealed deal and a new beginning for me and i'm like mm-hmm. so excited yeah. like this time around and yeah i think it would be cool if we had like an episode where we just kind of we don't necessarily have to talk about everything right but yeah, yeah. um uh just kind of be you know yeah. more transparent i'm sure with our like dv episode or something after that um things will start to unfold and like yeah. Be more open. Yeah. I also feel like when you all get to the point where you're subscribing to our Patreon. <laughs> or buying our merch. Or buying our merch. We'll do more like off the cuff like Ooh. events. And, um, you know, creating a space to where we can have like holistic conversations to where we don't feel like we have to say every single Careful. thing. Yeah everything on the on the show or um not everything on the show but we don't feel like we're having to necessarily censor ourselves which right. we don't necessarily have to because i don't really give a fuck but <laughs> you know we're just starting i mean well yeah. not now now we're kind of like in the groove of it and i feel like everybody can tell we're kind of being more authentically mm-hmm. ourselves and like you know, our friendship chemistry and, like, our, the way we talk shit and, mm-hmm. like, just, you know, our vibe. Um, people are starting to see that. And then I think by the end of this month, it'll be in full, <clears throat> full mode ahead. Yes, I agree. On that note, um, we're in our spirituality segment. Mm-hmm. Um, the card Dana selected in our tarot is the Eight of Cups. And the Eight of Cups says, I just want to remind you guys that the last episode, the Hispanic episode, we selected the Five of Cups, right? Oh, was that the last Or this last one. It wasn't one of this the two. last one. It was, I, I know recently cups. we definitely pulled the Five of it Cups. It was either the Hispanic or the last one, but yes. So the Eight of Cups description says, the Eight of Cups speaks once again 
of a separation. I don't know how many more fucking separations I can go through. But it says, unlike what we experienced in the Five of Cups, here starting again is a necessity. We must go, even if distancing ourselves is painful. We must not stay in this place, this relationship, this home. It is time to change in line with our true nature. We continue down a wild and unknown path that allows us to discover a new part of ourselves. Listen to your true needs and then go. Follow what moves you. You must leave your comforts behind and follow this calling. Mm. What do you think? <laughs> um, well, I... This is interesting, particularly for me, because I've had just a recent conversation about a role that is in a completely different sector, professional sector, that um, I would have never wanted to or even been interested to go in, or sector, yeah, yeah, Yeah. direction sector. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, I just feel like it's essentially saying like you should take this journey and it's interesting because the the direction that it's going is the same one that my husband's been like you should try this or you should take classes about this are you sure that you don't want to take classes about this like and i've been like no like i'm not interested like i've never been interested and i'm not but lo and behold like you know someone reached out to me they said we have an open role in this you should do this and the more I learn about it is the more I'm just like maybe he was onto something like you know so um I I think I say all that to say is the universe can only give you so many signs to where you have to at least take one of the steps towards something or something different That's a good one. Mm-hmm. For me, um, it's, you know, like a separation, right? So, like, in the last two weeks, I've been kind of isolating <clears throat> and just kind of doing the internal work. And I haven't really been, like, well, I haven't been going out. I haven't been really drinking, you know. I'll have a couple here and there when I we're recording, but that's pretty much it. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's been kind of like painful and like being like, damn, like, you know, you're essentially alone and you're isolated and it's bittersweet because it allows you the space to Mm self-reflect and really dig deep in what you want to change and, um, how you can attract different things or you know manifest different things Mm -hmm. whatever you believe I pray I manifest I do all of that um so just kind of digging into that and like being more comfortable with being vulnerable and being softer you know because I'm so you know uh like restricted and, and guarded sometimes you know as a mom that's single um and also I've been kind of stepping into like this you know our podcasting journey is what you know I want to manifest as like our 
like our main thing, you mm-hmm. know, and like mm-hmm. that's the goal and just like moving forward with this and really like hitting like hitting the ground running. Yeah, hitting the ground running with it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I I um I also am a worker bee. So I don't know how to like even at the point of when this podcast gets to the point to where this will be our uh, main one of the main sources of income mm-hmm. or or one of our main jobs platforms. our platforms I would I I'm pretty sure I'll continue to still work yeah um, just because I'm a I'm like I want to do everything mm-hmm. um, and you know that also speaks to what I've mentioned before of uh, essentially making the decision to go back to school to get my bachelor's degree Mm -hmm. in communications. You know, the, the goal is to, to be a writer. Like I want to write, um, and, and be creative. creative. So, you know, it speaks to all of that. I think, um, I think also I, I don't, I never fully understood how much of a uh, person of wanting to do all the things I am <laughs> until I got older. So, <laughs> I'm yeah. like that too. I like I can't speak too much on like <clears throat> you know my work mm-hmm. and what I actually do mm-hmm. <clears throat> and things like that. You know, I will say I'm in the helping field um, and. I work a shitload and I yeah. do a lot of work and I'm constantly working. Yeah. Um, but I, same thing, like this has taken, you know, cause mm-hmm. our merch, it's like podcasting, right? But then it's like a branch out mm-hmm. of it. It's like merch and like this and that and this and that, you know? And so it's like podcasting, um, work, mm-hmm. you know? And then like, mom Mm -hmm. right like all these things and it's like we're some boss bitches friend but we Mm -hmm. (laughs) that shit's tiring it is tiring it is we do a lot um so yeah all right so my affirmation um dana's drunk yeah he dropped the card on the floor (laughs) (laughs) subscribe to our patreon and you would have seen this (laughs) My affirmation says, I'm here at this present point in time by no mistake. So So it says, um, my love, you were created with intention. Therefore, every moment of your existence has purpose and meaning. You are never here nor there by coincidence or mistake. The journal prompt says, how is this a beautiful moment to be present and how is it a training ground for the next step of your, of, of my journey, of your journey? So I think for me, um, this is, I mean, I, I'm always aware that I'm nowhere that I'm not supposed to be and, and not there by mistake or, or because no one wants me there. But I also... Wait, say that again, that first part. Because that's so important. And I feel like people really need to wrap their mind around that. It, you got to, like, pause and really think about that. I'm I, nowhere. I'm always aware that I'm nowhere that I'm not supposed to be. So, I'm not... 
I know that I'm never in a space that I'm not supposed to be. So you're always aligned. I'm always aligned. And I understand that. And I know that I always am like shit happens for a reason. There's Things a happen purpose. for a reason. There's a purpose. Um, and that even goes to into just where I'm at right now in life is just like, you know, I moved to San Diego five years ago. And I had a, um, a session with an astrologist, which is why we have it on the show, because we really believe in astrology and spirituality. Um, and then I had a session with the same astrologist, which was a, a chart matching, which was with me and my husband to make sure we were compatible and essentially just had a full-blown conversation about who I am as a creative and an artist and uh, how me and my partner match. So there's been several occasions where um, where things have aligned for me to continue on being a creative and not always putting my whole self into a nine-to-five. Mm. Um Oh, it's the tequila. Mm. <laughs> it's the tequila. No, that, yeah. But these are but, as an artist, but what, yes. whatever form of artistry, yeah. creativity it is, like those are important conversations. Those are important conversations. And so I had to essentially just get clear on. Well, I mean, she also said, like, you know, you'll never get your full potential from working from a nine to five, you literally need to embrace being an artist or being the creative that you want to be, which I said, okay. And it took me all the way until now to really start to embrace all of that. And I also think that the ease of this process have been from my partner embracing that as well, because I think he's, he's understood like, you know, this is where he's supposed to be. This is what he's supposed to be doing. And then I also feel like he wants me to more so do and create my own schedule, mm-hmm. create my own uh, space. So that way I don't have to rely on anything else. Now, he's also creative. He's too. also creative. So he, I'm he sure understands. he kind of understands. Yes. Like... And anything else after that is a bonus, mm-hmm. right? So. Yeah. If I continue to, if I get another role or another project in my chosen educated path or second educated Mm -hmm. path, then that would be a bonus of income. Like that would Mm -hmm. be, you know, that would be something else. A plus, Mm -hmm. right? Like that's, that's the, that's the hobby. Like, you know, that's the, that's that's the hustle. Yeah. But I think. It can become like a main, it does become a main thing, right? Because mm-hmm. we're claiming it. But I think um, that when, as an artist or someone with a creative mind or creative outlet platform, um, you don't do it for that. No. That just flows with it. Right. That's like a plus. Yes. Yeah. You know, I don't do this for any specific type of income or anything like that. I manage it because I want to create a stream of income, 
But I don't. I do this because I enjoy doing this. Right. And we want the income we so want, we can do yeah, this. Yeah, we want it better. so we can. But I mean, yeah. I don't do it for that specifically. Yeah, no. I enjoy doing this. This yeah. is fun. This is this is a great time for me. Um, and well, for the both of us. Yeah. So you know, I say all that to say that I understand. I'm starting to understand just where my life is supposed to be, what I'm supposed to be doing, and gaining more of an understanding of my purpose. And I think um, you never really know. It takes a. It takes time for people to understand their purpose. Um, mm. And you also you don't always you don't know your purpose up until you fulfilled everything you're supposed to do. Right. So I think for me, it's like same thing, right? Obviously, because this podcasting journey, we're on it together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for me, same thing, like I've always had some sort of creative outlet. I've always, you know, had that. And I think also like the feminine in me, the, um, empath in me is like i've always embraced like the helping fields Mm -hmm. so i think my nine to five what you know my nine to five is in the in the social service Mm -hmm. helping field Mm -hmm. um but this podcast is essentially a creative outlet but also like a way for people to connect Mm -hmm. with us and like um you know, our energy is dope yeah. and like not everybody has that yeah. type of connection and like has the have these open conversations or right. like talk, speak on these taboo topics mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And like if I can do that for people, you know, because somebody I'm somebody that likes to break generational like well, patterns yeah, and yeah. generational whatever you mm-hmm. call them. Um, but I'm trying to break these things and it's so hard and it takes a lot of work. But if I, you know, can light that fire in somebody and Mm -hmm. we can just do that and provide some sort of connection for people to do that, Mm -hmm. because I'm sure you can relate to that as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's the goal and everything Mm -hmm. else that comes as a plus, you know, and all the other creativity learnings and outlets and stuff. I went to um, your astrolog- your guys' astrologist as well. Mm-hmm. And the beginning of this year, I usually will go to her in the beginning and the end. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you're stepping into like your divine purpose. I see you with like a lot of like colors mm-hmm. and vibrant and just like stepping into that. So mm-hmm. I think that's dope. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's. Because this wasn't even a thought, like when we in the beginning of this year, you know. So now it happened very randomly. It's like, but I also feel like (laughs) that is how you know where where we're supposed to be, or that you're getting to where you're supposed to be, and that's also how you know um, when you are starting to step into your purpose. Mm. Um, When things happen spontaneously. And these angel so. numbers, friend. I be seeing these angel. I know you're like whatever, friend. I be screenshotting the shit out of them, and I'm like, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I only eleven eleven is the only one that I always pay attention to. Um, you're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that that be me. But the angel numbers, I'm not always. I don't. I'm not I'm always sending to you every time until you get annoyed. 
Yeah. Well. <laughs> um. All right. Well, let's wrap up the show. Do you have any uh, final statements and no. things to say? I'm good. Are you? Are you I'm sure? Good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well. Um. So, like we mentioned. By the time you hear this episode, we will be in San Francisco. Uh, we will be attending Trap Art. Well, we will have done all of those things. Mm-hmm. So this will come out after we come back. And then we'll do a whole episode and talk about our experience and how we felt about it. And um, this month is also Domestic Violence Awareness Month. So I will go on the limb and say check on your friends like I always do. Um, you know, not just because of mental health awareness, but also because you never know what someone is going through. So check on your homies, even the strong ones. Um, and also reach out to your resources. There's mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, DV resources and, you know, just, we're going to dive into that later, mm-hmm. you know, but reach out to your resources. Yes, and make sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and follow us on our Patreon. Um, you can find all of our links on Instagram, and you can find Apple in our Podcasts, link tree on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Spotify, all of the good things, and YouTube especially. Um, so make sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and buy our merch. <laughs> oh yes, and then we'll by be then we'll have ha- yeah yeah. So we'll let you guys know when we have a pre-sale because we're going to do a pre-sale and then we're going to launch the merch and then a series of things will be launched after that. So, well, happy October. All right. Bye, familia. Bye. Cheers. Cheers. Your glass is empty. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Bye, guys. We'll see you on the next episode.